Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by Dylan Postal, formerly known as Hornswoggle, sometimes known as AJ Swoggle, the fina- the we nominal one. Pardon me. Dylan, how are you doing today? It's Postal. There's no oh, I'm A. Sorry. I'm I don't sorry. deliver mail. It happens every god dang interview I do. Everyone. Whenever someone says it correctly, I, I just I like I, I feel like the teacher where that the student finally got a D minus instead of an F on their test. And it's like, man, he gets a gold star. You, Colin, you didn't get a gold star for the day. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, my last name being Tessier, I always get Tessier. And I, I always say I'm not French. Literally, ever since I was probably like five I would 100% years old. say Tessier. Uh, Everybody 100%. does. But you also would not get a gold star. A gold star I'm not. I, I don't need gold stars. I've been on six WrestleManias, okay? That, you are entirely right. You, are, <laughs> you have had an incredible career, so you do not need a gold star. Uh, but, you know, starting off here with that in mind, uh, uh, you yeah, are man. doing uh, an, ev- an evening with Hornswoggle comedy show to, to look back on your career to deliver some uh, very likely hilarious stories about your amazing career in the world of wrestling. Uh, um, just, I guess, to start off with, I'm looking forward to that is November 12th in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. You being an Oshkosh native, that's got be pretty exciting yeah. you know it's it's uh this will be like the sixth or seventh one i've done of these and it's it's nerve-wracking man like this is the this these are the most nerve-wracking and nervous things i ever do and because of like especially this one because this one's in my hometown where it's not going to be just wrestling fans it's going to be like family and friends and uh, it's it's just weird it's just a completely different thing that i'm ever used to uh but i'm excited i really am excited and it's it's going to be a really really fun time and it's it's I, i'll a few of the stories are in the book uh life is short and so am i that i'm sure we'll talk about later but a lot of the things i you know aren't and and are things that are reserved just for nights like these um so it's going to be a lot of fun you mentioned being nervous and, you know, for, I know you, you mentioned a minute ago, you're literally a guy that's been to several Smanias. You've been featured in so many yeah. high profile spots. Like what's the difference there of, you know, being on TV uh, of performing in that sense. And then getting up, I guess I, I can see it, but did you hear you describe it? Like getting up on stage? Yeah. It's, uh, so if something goes wrong in a match, I can blame the other person. If something goes wrong in the comedy show or the stand up night and doesn't get a laugh, it's only on me. I can't pass the buck at all. And it's all the focus is on me more than ever in my career. Uh, there's no one else there. There's, there's no dance partner, so to speak. It's just, it's a, it's a different thing. It's, it's a very different feeling. Um, like I say, these, I, I get more nervous for these than I've ever gotten in a match ever. And it makes sense. As you said, the, the buck stops with you, so I can definitely uh, yeah. imagine that. But uh, I was remember, I think I was listening to an interview with Mick Foley the other day, and he very similarly does a lot of these comedy shows talking about his wrestling career. And he was talking about how sometimes he kind of saves some stories, like just for those of the shows, as you mentioned. But then, of course, you've got some, some regulars, some, some you always bring up. You know, what's kind of the, the, divide, the dividing line there with you? It's like, you know, how much do you tend to kind of uh, save for these shows versus how much is kind of retread? Like, what's the right balance to you? I mean, there's stories I don't want in print. I save for these comedy shows. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if we're if we're being honest here and calling a spade a spade, that's that's literally the the times I could say it and just uh, and get away with it a little bit and not have to worry about 
seeing it on your guys's website the next day <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're entirely right so i i can see that but definitely the perk that's the, the, the tickets that said that's itself you know hundred percent. yeah that's, that's how i that's how i literally how i talk about it. i say if you've read the book it's like that but even more so yeah it's 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 gonna it's it's fun so much so like so i opened Dolph ziggler does the the, the stand-up nights too and i opened for him uh, two nights in a row, right outside my hometown for his Appleton shows, Appleton, Wisconsin shows. And I didn't know my parents were coming. And as I'm headed to the stage, I see my parents and I go, shit. And I just, I'm going through my head, like the jokes I have and the, the stories I have. And it's like, man, some of them aren't for my parents and aren't PG ish or 13 ish. And then at one point I just stop and I see my parents and I go, and I'm saying all of this with my parents in the venue watching me for the first time and all they couldn't be prouder, I'm sure. But I get a text from my mom the next morning and saying, you know, it, it's, uh, you did a great job. I can't, I'm very, very proud of you. Dot, dot, dot. Those weren't grandma approved. So it was, it was just, but it's, it's fun. And it's, it's those kind of things where, I know they're going to be there and, and all that. So it's, it makes it even more nerve wracking and even, even kind of harder to judge what it's going to be like. I think that's entirely fair, but you mentioned having that experience with your parents being there. Like, is that something that, you know, kind of gets chipped away over time or it's like, okay, they've heard those stories. Maybe I can kind of, you know, get lean a little more into the, I guess not there being less of a, a dividing line there where it's like, you're kind of less. Uh, yeah. I, I, and also I like to do it where it's, it's wrestling stories and daily life stories. Let's be honest here. I'm not a, a normal human. I'm not a, a, a normie, as I say. Um, traveling alone presents challenges that the normal average adult doesn't go through, that I go through. And it's just like how people react to me since I've been a child and to this day. Uh, whenever something happens, I immediately put it in my phone and I have just a, a thing of, of notes and it's just of, of things that have happened. And, and, and a lot of them are during my travels on planes, boarding planes, throughout airports and that kind of thing where it's just like, man, this world isn't made for me. And I'm okay with that. I'm fully okay with that. And it makes me happier that it's not uh, I'm not one of these that, man, you should be bending over backwards for me. Like when I was a kid, I thought it was so stupid. Um, my birth mother, uh, when I had my back surgery and I was in a wheelchair, she like went to my school and had the, the bubblers lowered and the swings lowered. And I was like, even as a kid, I thought this is so stupid and you're making this about you. And Obviously, my birth mother and I don't have a relationship anymore. That you can you you we could read about that whole thing in the book, uh, but I just even at like five or six, I was like, this is this is not needed. I can I can figure out how to get a drink uh, or how to get on a swing. I can do this on my own. I don't need it specially for me. Um, it's just stuff like that that makes me realize, man, I've I get through life really well in the normal world uh, compared to how some people that are normal try to make it about themselves in life. 
I mean, I, I obviously can't even imagine what that's like. So I, I commend you for that. But it's awesome. I feel, it's I feel absolutely like- awesome. Like, I love it. I When I get into a hotel and they have a very high bed, I, I just, I literally think to myself, how the hell am I going to do this? And it's like a running start. And it's, it goes, it, it varies from the bed size. Or I've tried to like move the ottoman to near the bed. And that just, it's, 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 it's just a day in the life. That's what I literally call it another day in the life. And it's, but it's the best. It's the absolute best. I think that's a wonderful attitude to have. I wasn't planning on going deep, but you bring it up here. You know, you have the deal of these, these challenges ever since, I mean, that's, it's your life. Right. So, you know, I, I feel like it's, I have to ask, like, do you feel like the world has changed or, or evolved to be more understanding and or accommodating? Like how have you kind of, notice any any the world sucks (laughs) uh i think the world is too accommodating and that's just me being honest and me being me um that might be the the oshkosh in me or whatnot but i just think it's i mean we're not all the same human so why are we trying to make the world the same for everyone that's just it's a it's a weird thing for me uh we're always we're always taught as kids uh, when I was growing up, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be different and, and, and like different things and then live different ways. But yet with that mindset nowadays, it seems like everyone wants the same. Everyone wants to live their life the same as this guy, as this person, as this gal, as this. And, and I just, I don't, I feel like, I feel like it's not, it's not right. It's not what we were taught as, as kids. Um, we're taught to be different and be okay with being different. But yet when people want that, they want, they want to be, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing. Does that make sense? Like, does it that does. make sense at it all? Yeah. It, it's just, it's a very, I don't know, man. I shouldn't have to worry about making a comment about a television show. If I'm going to have a job tomorrow, like, and not with that TV show, but wrestling, I shouldn't have to worry about anything I say and before hitting that send button and that's not social media that's the world and that's it's it's unfortunate it really it really really is and I don't know I and with my son it's that slippery slope that we lead and it's what do I how do I teach him to live his life I want him to teach him to be whoever he is and and if he's different it's okay but yet I don't know it's just it's it's a it's a very weird slope and that's a very odd side sidebar that we went on there but uh it's it's to get back to your question i don't care i don't want the world to bend over backwards for me yeah i think that's a great attitude to have and i think it's and i've always been that way i've always i mean when i got trained to be a professional wrestler to, to bring it to this I told Ken Anderson, I said, I don't want to be trained as a midget wrestler. I don't want to be taught how to bite an ass or bite a finger or do a trip spot or the ref spot. I want to learn how to do Hurricane Ranas and Rey Mysterio moves because that's who I liked. And now on the indies, I'm biting ass and doing ref spots and this, but that's because it also gets, I know it gets a reaction. Uh, And it's just, it's, it's, I've always had that mindset of, I don't want, I don't have a disability sticker in my car because i don't want that there is someone that needs that um i I don't need a handicap sticker yet 
I, so I don't want to take that away from someone that does, if that makes sense. So absolutely. So you mentioned, you know, embracing the, you know, your, your identity, your, your just being different and it should be, you know, of course. And you started, but don't to, make you know, it, but don't make it, don't make it have to be a known by, I think, I think that's my thing is don't have the mindset of you need to acknowledge I'm different. I'm okay with being different. I'm okay. But yet I'm a living, breathing human being, just like a seven foot tall person. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a weird mindset to have, but I've always had that thing. And that's why current world is different than when I was a kid. And when we like, it's just, it's a, it's a different mindset that people have and it's okay if they want to have that mindset, but I sure as hell don't. And I, and I, again, I commend you for that. And, you know, you mentioned uh, embracing that, but I feel like, you know, I watched you when I was a kid, you know, you, I, you, my peak days of wrestling fandom were roughly when you were the mascot for DX, like that era. And you are making me feel so goddamn old right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Whenever uh, someone says I watched you when I was a kid, I sit back and I go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that was, and then, but then I think, I mean, the DX stuff was, over 10 years ago. Yeah. And and I started, you know, 15 years ago with WWE. And it just seems like, man, it seems like yes, literally, and it's so cliche to say, but it seems like yesterday that I was getting hired and getting yelled at by Vince for coming out too early into my rehearsal, my first my, my very first rehearsal. So it's it's it just it's crazy to, to hear when I was a kid, when people are adults. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> if it were my kid saying that, awesome. Like my kids age 12, 13, sweet, 15. Okay. Getting there 18 too old. Yeah. But it's, 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 uh, it's awesome to hear, but it's just like, it's a shot in the guts at times. No, no, I didn't mean to make you feel old or anything, but <laughs> no, the point, point being, um, you know, you might, we've been talking about <laughs> the real world's, you know, feelings yeah. about, you know, you, the, the challenges you face every day. I like even when I was a kid, just watching you again, not to not to bring it there, but yeah, um, even like being someone not admittedly, I was what 10 and I could see yeah. the way you were booked and presented. You, I feel like you were you, you're talking about like kind of you were trying to embrace your being different, and then there's kind of a, something that feels like a fine line between you know embracing that and not being okay, and then sometimes kind of like almost make it a, a trivial thing of like, Hey, this guy's different. Let's. And the, the, obviously I you... wasn't, I wasn't shown I could wrestle until the stuff with Torito. I exactly. literally was never exactly. shown I could work. Uh, I mean, I had the match with like little boogeyman and random things, but I never was able to wrestle. And I, and, and when they had me they, before the very first Torito match, um, I think it was a six man or, or something, or it was a singles with us. I forget, but uh they had me in rehearsal like go over stuff with him before the show and like it was a locker room sellout at the ring but it was a locker room sellout to see me fail like it was a very they wanted to see me that I couldn't hang and uh I couldn't hang with Torito he is the craziest best athlete of of my people uh in the world and always will be but I hung as best as I needed to do. And people were like shocked. And I, I still remember to this day looking over at the barricade and Dolph Ziggler and Kofi were at the barricade with just Cheshire cat smiles because it was like, they knew they had a feeling I could do it. And 
they wanted to see me kind of shove it up everyone's ass and 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 hey i'm not gonna fail you you want me to fail but i'm not going to this is i was trained to wrestle i wasn't trained to have dirt on my face and come out from under the ring like it, it was just it was something i knew i could i knew i always could do now I, I was i was able to show it and it was finally the opportunity to show it and i i, I that's the only time i'll ever pat myself on the back but i blew out of the water and we with torito's help and with everyone's help going forward with that story and all that we blew it out of the water each and every time and it was a it was a very fun moment to be able to even just in rehearsal with no one in the building no one in the seats just kind of say to myself i told you guys i told you i wanted to wrestle i wanted to do this because i knew i could and now i'm showing you i can so finally i'm getting the chance um but you're right. I mean, every, you know, for the, from 2006 till then, I was the growling ass biter every week. And it was, it's fine. And it worked. And it, I, I'm never going to want to take any of that back. But man, when I finally got to wrestle it, it was the most invigorating part of my whole career. What, what do you think changed? Like, why... I, I obviously is well deserved overdue uh, and get an opportunity, but, but why? He what, what? Slater was in Saudi Arabia. That's legitimately the reason. I asked to work with Torito since he started on TV, since he got hired at that point. And they told me verbatim, that's too easy. We're not going to do it. What? Okay, sweet. So then a couple months later, hey man, I want to do this. I can do this. Nothing. They started the thing with 3MB and the, the Matadors. Hey, I can join them. Nothing. Okay. Uh, Heath Slater is in Saudi Arabia. They need a six-man because they booked a six-man and didn't realize Heath Slater was gone for some reason because they didn't know their roster. Um, and then they go, oh, no, what are we going to do? Oh, we have Hornswoggle. Sweet. Here we go. And it was like... They were making a, it's, it's like a, it's a funny backstage thing. Like they were making a, pan, a pair of pants for Heath that they just chopped off and I used for me and, and they, they fit and they worked. So it's just, I, 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 I joke with Heath and go, man, thank you for being on that tour because I, I would never have gotten the chance. So, and it was just off to the races from there. That's so there was no there. reason, like there was literally no reason for them to give me a chance other than they booked a six man and realized, oh shit, we don't have a sixth person. It's amazing how stuff works out like that sometimes. Yeah, man. yeah. But, um, what do you call, I mean, I think it's fair to ask, but just to put a pin on it, would you call that kind of the, at least one of the highlights of your wrestling career, finally getting an opportunity to show that, uh, not only you, you mentioned the, tri the, uh, yeah. the, without the fans being there, but then to actually go out there and, and do it, it that, you know, to get that chance, was that be like kind of a, a career highlight? I say in every interview I've ever done, I will never do anything better than WLC ever in my life. I mean, the, the payback match was absolutely incredible too that no one talks about ever because we almost booked it backwards. We did a regular single, a mask for his hair second compared to the crazy WLC match we did. But it, uh, I'll never do something better than WLC in my whole career. And that night, man, I was the most special night of my, my career. It really was like not top three, 
my debut was incredible. And then the night with uh, the rest of my first WrestleMania with Kennedy. And those three things really kind of, and then actually the Vince, man, it might be a top five, but we all see is definitely, if it's not top three, it's four. Because it was just, again, it was proving everything clicked, man. Everything clicked that night. And it was proving everyone wrong. I've always wanted to prove people wrong. And again, that's so cliche, but I don't care. Uh, that's just how I've lived my life. And I've proved people right about their thoughts. But man, when I prove people wrong, it's a way better feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't, again, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome though. But you mentioned the payback now. Let's talk about that because nobody talks about it. Like what, how, what, how do you look back on that kind of, uh, you know, compared to some of these other highlights? It, crazy. I did a flip through the ropes and literally like that was, that was a thought of, I'm going to try this. And then I remember getting the crash pad out and Finley was one of the agents for the match. And he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to do a dive through the ropes. He goes, okay. But I said, but over the middle rope. And I kept doing it where I couldn't just land flat. I kept flipping out of like being scared. And I was like, oh, I think I have something here. And so I did it again and I did it again. And he goes, do you think you could hit this every time? I said, I know I can. And I, so I did it in the match. And it was like one of those moments where I never would think I would do that in a WWE ring. Like, it's no, it, sh- it wouldn't, it shouldn't happen. But that match again was, uh, again, pre-show. After we killed it on the, main, on the pre-show at WLC, we're still in the pre-show at Payback. And it's, it's just, it's one of those things that, okay, we should have been on the main show, but I don't care. I'll steal the show before the show. And, and that you did, you know, it's absolutely an incredible match just to look back on. And, you know, otherwise you're talking about your wrestling career, uh, just, I guess that was last year, I believe the, the pandemic makes everything blur together, but when you had a, another brief round with impact wrestling, as I mentioned earlier, as the, the we nominal one, uh, what was it yeah. like kind of you know, being back in the spotlight there? You know, you, you beat Ethan Page, a guy that's now, you know, thriving in AEW. Oh, like my, my friend, my friend Julian, as I blatantly called him during that match. Uh, so that was impact seeing a picture of me and the meme or Mimi. I don't know what it is. I'm 35 years old and I don't care. Uh, the Mimi of me uh, doing stand up one night and the, about it looking like AJ. And so they wanted to run with it. I was like, okay. And we did the match. And the, the, the best part about it was me blatantly calling him Julian in the match because that's all I know him as. And that's, I mean, we're just, we're, he's, he's my buddy. And it was fun. It was so much fun. And uh, that's one of those things like, I guess talked about a lot because it's so recent. Um, but it's, it's stuff like that, that you hit every once in a while. I mean, doing a thing with AEW or the, the greatest Royal Rumble, um, that kind of thing where we random appearances, man, it, it makes me feel really good about myself. It makes me feel good about my career. And then I'm, uh, I'm still wanted. They'll, they'll still go to the Island of Misfit Toys here and there to, 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 to take me from it for uh, even for one day. So it sounds like you'd definitely be open to, to more opportunities like that, or even, even Man, I'd be one-offs. open to working anywhere at this point. Um, but it's, it's, 
it really is. I, uh, I'm having fun. I, I had my major, I had major back surgery, uh, back in August and I started being a little more active again. I'm not fully active. And as much as the doctors don't want me active period and my parents don't want me active period, I'm getting bored and I'm just, I, I get the itch, man. I, I, I run my company in Wisconsin, ACW Wisconsin, and we're absolutely killing it. Um, this our eighth anniversary comes up this this December, uh, which is crazy in itself. Um, but it's it's running those shows makes it really hard for me to not actively compete on said shows. I I'm not. I always say I didn't get I didn't get trained to sign my name. And that's just how I am. That's literally how I am. Uh, I, I can't, when I get brought in for signings, it's so much fun. But I also then watch a show and go, oh man, I really want to be in front of the crowd and doing something. And that's the, that's the mark in me, the fan in me. And, and, and I got to be okay sitting back and signing my name. Um, actually, Ethan Page told me very, very candidly, he said, you've had a really good run and you better run than most could ever ask for. Be okay with what you've done. You don't need to keep trying to make new memories and new moments because you want to just, but sit back and be okay with what you've done. And it hit me and I was like, Oh man, yeah, I'm okay with that. And, and Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins said the same thing. He said, people would dream of your career uh, be okay with that at this point. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not, and I want it to keep happening and I want to make crazy memories and I want to have a crazy schedule for mania week, like three years ago when I did Nick Gage and Scott Steiner and Dan Moff all in the same weekend, like that was the craziest weekend of my life. And I definitely paid for it, but it was the craziest weekend of my life. And it didn't get a lot of buzz after. And I don't care about that. Like I, I, I didn't care. I, but I, cause I knew deep down, I was like, man, I'm doing something that no one else would do. And that, no, I mean, I, it, it just made me feel good about myself. As it should. And I certainly hope that you do get more of those opportunities to the extent you want them going forward here. But we're talking about stand up, about wrestling here. Uh, to wrap up a little here, uh, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is your kind of venture into acting. You've been uh, involved with uh, two pretty big acting projects here with the Muppets. Uh, what's the name? Mo- we, could just talk, we could just talk about the Muppets, man. Yeah. <laughs> the other one. I mean, the other one. It's great. Um, no, like that's something too I would, I would love to keep doing. And acting gigs out of Oshkosh, Wisconsin, aren't that plentiful as, you know, as you may be shocked about, but uh, man, those two things, those two, those two gigs were so much fun. Um, Leprechaun Origins, it is what it is. And I love it deep down because it's a, it's such a project of mine uh, and like holds a place in my heart. Um, WWE didn't promote it whatsoever, which was the absolute worst they probably had i think they had scooby-doo goes to wrestlemania or something that's right yeah and i was like okay sure it's fine uh but i have the poster hanging in my office of me as the as the lead role and my name on the poster 
you can't take that away from me. Like that's the coolest thing. But then you have like, I mean, Muppets Most Wanted. Whew. Talk about a dream come true for me. That was just, I mean, that was my, that was, couldn't have been better. Couldn't have been a, a, a cooler experience um, all around. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that I'll, I, I always say it was the coolest moment in my life, only second to my son being born, just because I have to say it. Otherwise I'm a crappy dad. So it's, uh, but man, he, I mean, he knows, Landon knows that, I mean, him against the Muppets is a pretty hard fight. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just awesome. It was just awesome. Um, you know, I feel like there's inevitably some crossover way to happen between the world of the Muppets and professional wrestling. So I guess I have two questions along that vein. One, if you could pick a Muppet, who would you team up with as, as a tag team? Sweetums. Uh, he is the biggest besides Thog, but he's the most uh, active for his size. Uh, and he for sure would be the best tag team. He's almost like almost if almost was really, really good at acting. Um, but I love, man, that, I always think about that. Like I got on my, on my Twitch channel stream, uh, they asked last night, twitch.tv slash Dylan Postel. Uh, check it out, hit that follow button. But they said, what would you like, like a collab of, they just did Muppets Haunted Mansion. What's the next Disney collaboration you'd like? And that's hard for me because it's like, I don't think that way. I'm just very excited when new Muppet projects come out. And it's awesome to see them and to see the brand. I mean, that brand that's been around forever. And so I always get excited when new stuff comes out. You mentioned the collaboration there. Um, yeah. How would you, like in theory here, how would you go about a potential Muppets wrestling movie? Again, that kind of crossover, the world of Muppets I don't know if you wrestling. can because the, uh, I mean, there's only so much you can do with the, with the actual Muppets. You know, it's, it's, it's as far as... Um, fight scenes or whatnot or math that kind of thing i think what they did those two times they they appeared on raw and tribute to the troops especially that when they guest hosted raw that night they were used in such a perfect manner and and so many times throughout the show it was just awesome it was actually to see them melded into the wwe product was incredible Absolutely. And just uh, not to glaze over it too much, you mentioned Leprechaun or Origins here. And to me, yeah. as someone who like uh, kind of like, grew up watching you as Hornswoggle, that's just, there's something really kind of, I don't know, like, like parallel of that. It's like Hornswoggle and Leprechaun. Like there's just, it's fitting. And then you mentioned WWE not promoting it. That just seems like such a missed opportunity. Like, I don't, I don't get oh, it. Oh, you mean the, lep the, the Leprechaun in WWE that is in the movie? That right. the that they literally bought the rights for the movie franchise for. I mean, the, 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 the thing I, I went into Vince's office for uh, the, the first trailer came out and it didn't have my name in the trailer at all. And I remember going into his office and, and saying something about it. And it was, I was so pissed because I spent, um, I spent all that time filming this movie and it's, I, I knew that it should be promoted more than it was. It just, it, it irritated me. And then to see my, my name, not even on the trailer, it really pissed me off. Uh, the next week it was it's thankful. I mean, I, I, they were, they were good enough to do that um, for the promotion of it, but like all we got, we got a trailer for two weeks and then all we got was a lower scroll for one week. 
and that was it. And I was like, guys, come on now. I get it's straight to DVD, but you're doing this for every movie um, that you guys put out. And it's a franchise. It's not like you guys are starting your a new franchise of your own. This is a franchise movie. Um, it is what it is. It's in the it's in the past. I try not to get too upset with it these days because uh, it's not going to be able to change anything from when it came out. But it's very very upsetting. Well, on a happier note here, we've been talking about yeah, acting, talking about wrestling. We're talking about your career highlights earlier, but maybe in a more general sense here, you know, kind of looking back on it all, how do you want to be remembered, at least in the wrestling world, you know, kind of just across the whole swath of it? See, when I get asked that, it's very hard for me because I don't view myself. It's hard to view myself besides Dylan from Oshkosh. And I say that all the time. Uh, and it's it's... But that's how it is. I, I don't, I've watched three of my matches back in my whole life because I don't like watching myself back. Uh, but like stuff like this and, and someone such as yourself coming to me saying, I watched you as a, when I was a kid, as much as it ages me in my mind, it's still an awesome feeling. And it's a, uh, it's a really, really cool thing. And that's, I don't know how to be remembered is so like I'm going to die next year. Um, it's like I'm writing my own obit, but it's, uh, man, it, it's, it's been so much fun. I've, I've literally loved 99% of what I've done in my 18 years of doing this. Um, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think back that, I mean, uh, two weeks under 10 years, I was with the, the company at the time, like, pretty awesome that is man well yeah man. Uh, he, again here you've got uh, an, an evening of hornswoggle on november 12th here a very uh, exciting comedy show where we can hear about as you said the stories you won't see in print uh they, they kind of get that uh again yeah. that that intrigue there but uh again looking forward to that um you know if, if you're in the wisconsin area or thereabouts definitely check it out but dylan we thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate it we'll see you Thanks, Colin. we'll talk to you soon buddy thank you thank you